0: Businesses are retooling fulfillment operations from warehouses to omnichannel to meet new demand amid unprecedented labor shortages. 3PLs, retailers, B2B distributors, and others are turning to flexible fulfillment solutions like Six River Systems to adapt and scale. Six River Systems' Fulfillment Execution System is an integrated solution that combines intelligent, cloud based software and automation, including its autonomous mobile robot, AMR chuck no costly or disruptive infrastructure changes fast and easy associate training and integrations with other warehouse execution solutions allow operations to meet labor challenges increase efficiency and enhance customer engagement go to www6 to learn more go to 6 rivercom to learn more How do you create warehouse superheroes? The answer is simple, with visual voice scan solutions from Census, With record demand and labor shortages, warehouses need more effective workers and lightning-fast onboarding. Visual voice scan solutions from Census enable warehouse workers to achieve superhero performance with up to 20% improved productivity and up to 99% accuracy. Hands-free barcode scanners from ProGlove paired with wearable mobile computers is just the beginning. Improved mobile interfaces with reduced keystrokes, easy-to-read screens, custom keyboards, voice-enabled interface and more can be realized with ease on the leading wms platforms sound too good to be true let us show you with our one-of-a-kind virtual demo visit prosensus.com to get started today again that's prosensus.com to get started
1: the new warehouse podcast hosted by kevin lawton is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin.
2: Hey, it's Kevin Lawton with the New Warehouse Podcast here at Modex 2022. We are in the booth with some MHI Innovation Award finalists actually we have some royalty here something like that right I've been on the podcast before we have Ryan and Ryan Ryan Clifford and Ryan Chesterfield from Phantom Auto here to talk to us about Phantom Auto and hear a little bit about how the reception has been here at Modex to uh, Phantom Auto's offering which is something that's pretty fairly new to the market and I think you know maybe potentially uh, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong here but potentially the first time we've seen something like this at a a show like this so it's a pretty cool thing. So so welcome to the booth guys. How how are you? Thanks
1: Kevin. Good to be here. Good to be here face to face.
2: Yes. Uh, yeah. I know we recently talked virtually, so we finally get to connect in person. How about you Ryan? The other Ryan, how you
3: doing? You know, day 3, the knees are finally warmed up. I've got yeah. the elevator speech chiseled. Uh, <laughs> customers <laughs> seem to be responding well.
2: So okay, good, good, good. Yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about uh, Phantom Auto for those maybe who are not familiar, didn't hear the previous podcast. Give us a little brief overview. Yes,
1: yeah, so we do remote operation and material handling equipment. Okay. So, you know, if you look around this building, mm-hmm. the most of most of the innovative products here are trying to find a way to reduce the dependency on people. Right? Yep. because people are in short supply this is the big industry challenge mm-hmm. so how can we find technologies where you don't need as many people as you used to need Yeah. and our approach is a little bit different Okay. so the way we look at it is there actually are people available they're just not available within a 30 mile radius of your distribution right center yeah. in Southern California or Nashville or Atlanta or Dallas Yeah. Um, so what we do is we do remote operations where you can spin up a site, we call them digital drivers, mm-hmm. in places where those people are available yeah. and then deploy them where you need them. So perhaps you know Mississippi, Louisiana, Arkansas, Nevada, yeah. West Virginia, these are places where the labor participation rate is well below the national average okay. uh, and we feel like that's a good opportunity to get good quality jobs in markets where those jobs are available.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I think it's a great thing because you know you guys are certainly addressing something that I'm hearing over and over here at the show is, is the labor shortage and you know being able to tackle that and, and how do we do that as a as an industry and obviously as you guys are, are tapping into these kind of underutilized markets in a sense, you know, you're certainly giving an advantage to some companies who, who decide to go with their platform and, and able to to tap into those those remote workers and you know it's something that you know I think if we think about you know, a few years ago, we think about uh, someone who's working in a warehouse being a remote worker. Or so, uh, how do you do that? You you don't have the the inventory and boxes at your house, right? Like so, how can we make that possible? And, and you guys have come up with a way to do that, which is which is pretty incredible, and, and rightfully so. You you've earned uh, a nomination for the MHI finalist, right, as Innovation Award. So, so talk to us a little bit about about that, and you know, how does that how does that feel and, you know, what, what was the process to kind of get there?
1: I mean, I think it's it comes back to what we were saying here. So we're yeah. the product category or the innovation award category that we're in is the best new product. Right. And not to knock any of the, the other nominees, mm-hmm. but I think the feedback that we're getting from people here at, at the show has been... Yeah what you're doing is is different, right? Like this oh, is yeah, actually absolutely. a new category potentially yeah. versus some of the, many of the technologies here, just like we said, that are looking mm-hmm. to reduce headcount. Yeah. And so I think that my hope is, is that that means that we actually are innovative and trying to do something entirely different.
2: Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. I say I think so, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Truly, out. I think yeah. it's, that
3: separates us uh, from the rest. Yeah, I think yeah. you said it well, that everybody here is looking for a way to re- you know, reduce their dependency on the labor. I right. think that's one of the first things that prospects will point out is, uh, you know, well, I'm not really seeing a productivity gain. And mm-hmm. quickly have to say that this is not a productivity gain play. This is a yeah. access to the productivity play. Like right. right now, yeah. these jobs are empty. These trucks are sitting yeah. for two, three shifts. There's just not people yeah. to be there. So you know, the Productivity
2: zero, there. basically. And, I, right? and
3: People are yeah. seeing that as the difference. Like, this is something that's empowering people. You know, versus, you know, sort of automation, sort of the appearance that it goes the other way. Right. It's really a tool. Um, and that's what that separates it from the rest.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, it, it truly is, I mean, innovative. Like I just said before, I mean, it's, it's pretty remarkable, the technology. You're, you're able to do this type of thing remotely and, you know, I know we talked about it previously on the on the show about, you know, the, the reaction time being such an important thing and the way that you guys have been able to to figure that out and, and do this in a in a safe way too, I think is is pretty remarkable. So, you know, I, I know how I feel about it. I think it's amazing technology and stuff, but I'm curious to hear, you know, what has the the reception been here at, at Modex as as attendees are, you know, learning about you guys and coming by the booth and, you know, what kind of things are they saying? What what kind of questions are they asking?
1: I'll say that the reception has been overwhelmingly positive, which mm-hmm. is great. Yeah. Questions that we get are, you know, like you said, you touched on it, safety. Right. You know, how there's still an unmanned vehicle, even though there's a remote operator there, how are you managing this to be sure that it's as safe as it needs to be? Right. Um, and what we've done is we've effectively equipped it with the same kind of sensor system that you would put on an autonomous vehicle. Okay. Only because there's a human there, they have the ability. I'm going to say override. That's the wrong term. Mm -hmm. But where they can use human judgment to make the safety system accommodate the workflow that they're trying to accomplish. So, for example, for an AMR to drive into a trailer is very challenging because Mm -hmm. they have a safety field that's too wide. Okay. And for us, what we can do is we can derate the vehicle so the operator can put it in a trailer mode. Yeah it slows the vehicle down but it narrows the safety field so they're still Mm -hmm. able to accomplish that workflow that you need them to accomplish and then we on the back end are able to account for any kind of a safety risk there. Um, gotcha. So that's one thing that we've gotten a lot of feedback on is, hey, we just we have you have to assure us that this is a safe solution. Yeah. The other thing has been working with labor unions. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we love this idea. Yeah. But if we start outsourcing our labor, our labor unions are going to freak out. Ooh, yeah. And so we've actually had a really positive reception from labor unions. Hmm, um, interesting. And it's it's been because you can partner with your labor union to create digital drivers that are a part of the union workforce hmm. um, and, and you're upskilling them and future proofing those jobs. Yeah, as opposed to like we talked about, where the majority of the people in here are trying to eliminate those jobs.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an interesting point about the union, actually. I I didn't even think about that, and I guess in a sense, you're, you know, it's something positive maybe for the union because you're giving that person maybe a more comfortable environment to work in. Know, the union's always negotiating for, you know, more benefits, more benefits, right, and all those types of things. So so this is a very interesting point. It's an interesting question someone raised there. So, I mean, so, you know, what has been maybe uh, some of the most challenging or, or eye-opening uh, questions or things that people have, have brought to the booth?
1: Well, I'm going to tee up Ryan Chesterfield here. I think one thing is, is you know, where are you, Phantom Auto, on our automation journey? Right. You know, we, we appreciate what you're doing. But are there ways that we can further optimize this operator by layering in bits of automation? Mm, okay. and, and that's
3: actually a pet project that Ryan Chesterfields He's really close to. So I'll let you kind of speak okay. more to that. I'll, I'll kind of start with, with one thing that I'm, I'm hearing a from a couple different uh, you know prospects here is, is they're they're asking you know they, they see this and they, and they see that they're hiring you know they say we're hiring folks from Seven Eleven and McDonald's right. and these people already have a tough time adapting to my warehouse. Environment. Yeah how the heck are they going to do this if they're remote? Yeah. And then we start talking about the safety system. We start talking about <clears throat> augmented reality and bringing mm. more information to that operator and discuss that most most people entering the workforce, you know, in their early 20s are even more familiar with the, you know, a web browser, a computer, a video game screen than they would be with a forklift. And I, I see that, that idea really bring them around talk about bringing people in that aren't forklift people right. and putting them on a machine like this that has sort of preconditions where you, you know I don't want to say you can't mess up but, yeah. the, but it's, it's, it's there to guide the operator and I, and I think that's also what's making us different and then as far as you know the path to automation th- this vehicle is already armed with all the you know, sensors, hardware, right. you know, a good chunk of the software we need mm-hmm. to control the motion. It's a short step to write some software to make the vehicle go you know, yeah. in a straight line and turn left drop off. Mm -hmm. So, you know, certainly we see that that is a huge value add. I do truly believe that the, you know, sort of the crawl, walk, run approach we talk about with the customers, being able to do some of the difficult things, being able to support this uh, solution remotely, Mm -hmm. will be the first step. And then it'll be an easy step to press a button and have it, you know, go across the warehouse and drop it off yeah yeah,
2: very interesting it yeah I think it is uh it's an interesting point there about you know because we're we're getting creative in the sense we're trying to you know pull labor from everywhere and like you said you know we're pulling somebody out of 7 eleven or you know, McDonald's or something and they've never never worked in a warehouse and not familiar and then you're gonna throw them on a uh, on a forklift so that they're not even technically on you know it's a, it's a little questionable right so so but the fact i think that you guys are, are thinking through that and thinking about how do you ensure that someone can easily come into that that role you're I mean, not only tapping into unused like forklift operator labor in different parts of the country but you're you're also tapping into just unused labor in general and you're able to, to give them better skills as you mentioned earlier upskilling them and, and you know giving them a, a different type of path in their, in their career so you're, you're kind of improving their lives as well. And I think, you know, the, the idea and the concept and, the, you know, obviously the, the execution that you guys are now doing is, is, is great. And I, th- I think it's uh, very innovative and, you know, rightfully so it's nominated. And, you know, what else do you think is, is coming in the, in the future for, for Phantom Auto? I mean, you guys are kind of, you know, from what I would say, you guys are like just getting started, just getting out there, right? So so what, what are some of the, the future things that people can expect from Phantom Auto? First and foremost, right now is adding more vehicle
1: types. Right. So right now we're on a eight thousand pounds center rider pallet electric pallet jack type of vehicle. Okay. And then we're coming out just as we speak with a stand up counterbalance. All right. The next one will be a sit down counterbalance, and then shortly after that will be the sit down counterbalance with attachments, so clamps most notably, and then reach trucks. But we're trying to layer in more and more vehicle types so we can address more workflows. Another top priority is adding more OEM partners, Mm -hmm. so we can meet customers where they are. So right now, our customers that are deploying are very much behind our value proposition of this remote operation like we're talking about. Yeah. And so they're willing to work with us even if we're not using their current OEM or even their current vehicle type right. because they want to start to validate and test this functionality out and start to build it culturally into their the fabric of their business.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but more and more, we want our customers to be able to order their vehicles through the same channels that they currently do mm-hmm. and just spec them to be phantom ready. Right, You know, and it it arrives and it has all the Phantom equipment on it and they didn't do anything differently than they currently do. As it is today, vehicles are coming through Phantom and we're doing the upfitting and the QA and everything and then sending them out to customers, which is great for now. Mm -hmm. But as we start to scale the business, that'll get harder
2: and harder. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. And, uh, you know, obviously uh, a lot of potential partners here, I guess, at Modex. So are you seeing any of those conversations going on or you can't really
3: say? like we're getting sold to as much as we're selling sometimes. Ah, uh, uh, very all good. All kinds of people interested, and in, uh, you know, we've got private LTE providers that they need a toy to go. They need a basically a, a use case for you know these networks. And, yeah. And so we're seeing all kinds of people see opportunity, you know, with us and come to us and see how we work together, which is exciting. Something I have an experience with
2: yeah yeah it's a good position to be in I'm sure being pulled in both directions right it's very good so so very interesting stuff from you guys Ryan and Ryan at at, uh, Phantom Auto and you know I want to wish you luck on the the award and you know I think it's deserved we were talking about just getting to the the finalist nomination as well as it is certainly a huge huge achievement And, and we'll see we'll see what happens and you know hopefully we can make the announcement here on the podcast as well that you have won and we are a week out from MODEX from the end of Modex actually where we're Thursday after Modex and so it's been a week since uh, the craziness and all the people attended 37,000 people I think attended Modex which is pretty incredible considering all the things that have been going on in the last 2 years so I wanted to reconnect with Ryan Clifford of Phantom Auto because the last time we spoke at Modex was about 2 hours before the uh, innovation awards were were announced and and uh, congratulations to them as they when we talked uh, they we were just saying that they were nominated, but they actually ended up winning. So, so Ryan, tell us about the the win, and you know how how did it feel? How how is it to feel that you guys are maybe validated in the industry now? What does it feel like? It feels incredible. <laughs> I,
1: I, I'm not going to try to sugarcoat it or yeah. downplay it or be ultra humble. It feels amazing, mm-hmm. and I think the biggest thing we were hearing it all week leading up to the event. I believe we spoke to it when we were talking last week in person, right. but just the validation. You know, when I came mm-hmm. out of the AMR industry over to Phantom, you know most of my colleagues and and friends and friends that had moved on to other similar companies thought it was nuts. Yeah, you know they' were like, hey, look, where's the ROI mm-hmm. if you're not just eliminating headcount? Mm-hmm. So to get the feedback that we were capturing all week from attendees at the booth and people coming and telling us, you know, that there was so much buzz about Phantom mm-hmm. and then to win the the innovation award for the best new product just was really the cherry on top.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's well-deserved. I mean, I think it, the interesting thing about Phantom is that you're looking at addressing these, these labor issues in a, in a totally different way than like everybody else seems to be looking at it. So 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 it's very interesting. So so you said there was a lot of great interest from from the show. So I'm curious, you know, what are some of the the biggest takeaways from what you got from uh, talking to attendees, and and now you know talking to people on on Thursday, I guess after you guys won the award as well. Yeah, I mean the
1: the the follow up is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know, like I mean, it's I, I've been doing shows like this for my whole career, and this is yeah. by far the best one that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. So that's been great. We definitely filled the funnel with a whole bunch of very high quality leads and opportunities and companies that are interested. And even those that we've been talking with for several months now that just got to like see it and feel it in mm. person was a, a total game changer. Just, you know, it's one thing to understand the concept and it's another thing to really gonna get your hands on it. Yeah. Uh, so that I think really accelerated things. You know, we're to the point now where we're, we're very nearly sold through the end of this year and starting to like pre-order for next year, wow. which is great for the business. And, and then the other thing that we we've only just begun talking about was is our ability. We're building out the capability mm. for Phantom to provide the operators as well. So you can yeah. just have a fully turnkey solution where you come to Phantom. You know, we help you procure the vehicles that are Phantom enabled. And then we're also providing you with as many shifts as you need to operate those vehicles, and take that totally out of our customers' hands. And we really started socializing that there at Modex, and got a great response on that as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that's a great component to to build on too as well. I mean, I know I think in our initial podcast conversation we had that was something. I, Asked about it, you guys kind of seem borderline whether you're going to do that or not. But I think I think offering that turnkey solution is certainly something that I think is going to be really attractive to, to a lot of potential customers or existing customers too. You know, being able to say like, you know, I need 15 forklift drivers and you guys are like, okay, you know, here we go. Four, Fifteen forklift drivers—they're ready to go. I think that's a great thing, and, and it gives that flexibility too, which I think we've, we've talked about before. So, so really interesting stuff. And you know, what can people, I guess, expect now going into the next year? You guys are, are the winners. You got to, you got to top that. So, what are you going to do?
1: Yeah, I mean, we already have pretty big plans at mm-hmm. for ProMat. Uh, okay, and I think you know this year we were able to kind of get away with being the. You know, to use the March Madness analogy, be the St. Peters of of this uh, event. Go Peacocks! You know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there you have it, right? So, so we had that that ability of that advantage of doing that this time, where we were kind of an underdog story. And next time, we're, we'll come with a lot more. So, we'll be operating, doing live demos where there's operators mm-hmm. there at the booth that are running vehicles at multiple different sites across the country. Yeah, and then we'll also be far more deployed. You know, right now we're still in pretty early deployments with our customers that we have at RQ. Uh, and by that point, we'll have months of operating data and testimonials and experience, not just in the early stages, but in kind of the ongoing stages and how that looks for our customers at that point. So so we'll definitely it'll be a different feel, mm-hmm. less of the, you know, the small booth in the back of the building like we were this year <laughs> and hopefully more front and center and on people's minds. But it, we're looking forward to it, though.
2: All right, great! I'm looking forward to seeing all the things that Phantom Auto does in the the next year, and we'll definitely be looking forward to those demos at Promat. I, I'm really excited to see the demo and be able to to see you know the platform fully uh, fully operational and, and underway, and and really see how that works and the the critical thing i think the reaction time to that you guys are are, are known for and, and that you've been able to create i think is a is a great thing so so ryan congratulations to you and the, the phantom auto team on, on winning the award i think it's a it's a great thing and if people are interested to get in touch with the award winners how, how can they do that
1: yeah the best way is either through linkedin or through our website phantomauto.com and Kevin, one, um, I, I appreciate you know you were you were on to Phantom before a lot of people were, so I yeah, appreciate yeah. you know you helping us get the word out early in our our life cycle mm. and I'll tell you at Promat we're getting you behind the wheel. guaranteed you're getting behind the wheel at Promat okay, and driving vehicles remotely wherever they may be.
2: Okay, I would love to do that, and I will caution the listeners to look out when I get behind them <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. so, Ryan, great to reconnect with you and hear about the the win, and, and congratulations once again. So thanks for coming on the show, and we'll put more information about Phantom Auto at thenewwarehouse.com as well.
1: You've been listening to The New Warehouse Podcast with Kevin
0: Lott. Subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com.